Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. 802, Ken McCusick joins us from FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Good morning to you. How you doing, Rob? Ravens with a big win, 33-19 to over the San Francisco 49ers. The second highest view game on Monday Night Football since 1996. Um... Kyle Hamilton just continues to impress. I thought his second interception, he was chop blocked, face on the ground, gets up, runs downfield, gets the deflected pass for his second interception. I think that was one of the most underrated plays of the 2023 season with the amount of action that it took for him to make that play. Defensive play of the year, no doubt about it. Uh, Hamilton ended up face planted in the in the ground after that chop block. The 40, 49ers are screwed at that point because they have the option then to, to, to turn down that penalty. But they can make it worse for themselves by anyway throwing up throwing an interception there and cert, uh, sure enough uh, uh, that's what happened. But the, the, the incredible thing to me was Banks fell on top of him. He's literally yeah. like <laughs> directly on top of him, and he gets up to argue the flag. <laughs> and Hamilton got away, and and it was even, it wasn't even his penalty. It turned out it was McCafferty who went low on him. So yeah, great play. What? Before we get to the individual things, we we're just discussing as you were waiting to come on the whole. The MVP stuff and Lamar's this and that and who's should they come up with another award though? Like, what do you want? I don't know. It's <laughs> like, like like in baseball, like Cy Young yeah, like Cy Young in baseball for pitching. It's always a quarterback award, and so I, it seems unfair to and, me. That and by the way, somebody did say McCaffrey is second in the voting now. Oh yes, but like the the way that it's kind of pressed, it's gonna yeah. it's so cyclical. But anyway, it just seems to me it just seems to be un, really unfair that you you get the. Best year a running back ever had or a pass rusher's ever had, you're not winning the MVP. Right. It's going to be a quarterback. So they have a defensive player of the year, and one of the arguments about yeah. that is it always goes to a pass rusher. Yeah, so it's completely unfair to linebackers or, or corners or safeties or whatever. Um, it, yeah, it's it, no matter what, you're going to have some some things like that. That's kind of what the all-pro team, I guess, is for. You know, you, you get happy mm-hmm. with that, but, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what they could do. Hey, so as we start to look at just going back to the San Francisco game, anything in that game that really shocked you? Was it? I mean, was it the turnovers? Because they seemed really fired up for this. And one of the things I saw, too, is if these two teams met in the Super Bowl, that San Fran would be favored in that game. Again. Yeah, so, by two points. Okay. Um, I, th- I think here's the thing that really shocked me. You've got a, an offensive-minded coach on a team that has a tremendous amount of weapons and a team that is known for yards after the catch more than any other team in the NFL, and they could not adjust to the incredible pressure they were facing. They could not figure out how to do it. The Ravens had a 66% pressure rate in this game, by far their highest of the season. The only other time they've been over 50 is 56 against Seattle. Okay, So this is just 
such an outlier game. And, of course, we all know what happened. Their offensive line was completely banged up. Trent Williams didn't look like Trent Williams to start with. He was getting sock puppeted. And then they put in you know, two other guys at left tackle after that, and it was worse. And Clowney was teeing off every single play by the end of the game, and, and the Ravens were, were getting home. But here's the thing. I mean, it, 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 you, they're down so far in the game in terms of game script, it would have been difficult to start throwing the ball outside and trying to make gains horizontally, but they had to. There was there, That offense was not going to work just trying to throw the ball down the field, and obviously pressure led to interceptions. Um, uh, pressure led to other problems in terms of, of not getting completions and whatnot. But that was the thing that really shocked me is that I, I thought that was a team that would be able to adapt, and we can be thankful they didn't. I'm stealing Kim, sock puppeted, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Kim McCusick joins us, filmstudybaltimore.com. Ken, I, I thought Marlon Humphrey, minus the missed tackle on Debo Samuel, Play one of his best games of the season, maybe in maybe two seasons. Yeah, absolutely. A fantastic game from Humphrey. Incredible physical performance. And it's really sad. I mean, the hit on Debo was it was like he ran into a wall mm-hmm. and, and might have knocked the wall down and still see somehow Debo doesn't go down. But another play he did, he ran like that right into the pulling right tackle McKivitz. And he bubbled him back probably two to three yards in the back. He said, cornerback doing that to an offensive tackle. And on that play, it got stopped for RR minus one, right, run right for minus one, and by uh, Matabike and Smith. And they get up there high-fiving each other. And Humphrey is, is kneeling on the ground looking back at the play. And I'm thinking, Humphrey made that play. <laughs> Why is nobody going over to high-five him? So. What about uh, our guy Brent Urban? He's a guy I think I've liked him for years. I think he's incredible. He's anonymous on this team. Basically, I think he's always been a, a solid player. He's a very depth. I guess it was height. Batting down passes, mm-hmm. good game. Yeah, great, great, great game in this one. You know, normally Urban is a very situational and very positional run defender, great space denier, and a guy who who makes plays for other players by by two gapping and allowing the other penetrators to make plays. He's extremely good at that and extremely unselfish about it. Guy's never made a lot of money. He got an injury at the big at his big opportunity to make some money. It didn't work out for him. Um, so it's, it's a, a little hard, but he had by far the best game of his career here. Five individual pressures as I scored at two sacks, um, three others, including the pressure that set up Van Noy's sack. So uh, big day for Brent. And he did vulch two sacks off misses from Clowney uh, for his two, but still very impressive game. So I think also Brent Urban went out for all you can eat uh, Korean barbecue, which he's, that holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> um, let, let me ask you about, so since we're staying with the defense here and everything that kind of went right in that game, um, are you at all worried about Mike McDonald at the end of the season? Because now people are finally starting to talk about him. I know I brought it up earlier in the year. I I love what the guy's doing here. I think he is one of the, as Rex called him once, a hot shot uh, defensive coordinator. I think he's really freaking good at what he does. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, I mean, I think they'll try and do something, but the head coaching money is going to be is going to be too much for him to pass up. I think you know, somebody made a very good point on my show, and they said. Just give him enough money that when he does leave, it's for the right opportunity, that he doesn't go into an Arizona situation a few years ago or you know other places where he doesn't really have a good chance to win in his first chance as a head coach. So pay him enough that he, that he ignores the bottom-tier jobs, and that's maybe all you can do. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think he's, he's probably 65% likely to be gone if I had to guess. And, you know, all you can do is, whether it's outgoing UFAs or the, or the coaches that are, that are terrific, all you can do is wish them the best and hope they, they bring you the, the trophy this year. And do what you've done yeah. year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Replace. Yeah. And I know that sounds cold, but they have. They've, they've replaced guys, players, and, and coaches throughout the history of this franchise. Ken McCusick, filmstudybaltimore.com, is in studio. 
He's not going anywhere. On the other side, I want him to grade Lamar Jackson's performance from last Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jeremy and Ed's top three NFL teams at 9 o'clock. But right now, Kim McCusick from FilmStudyBaltimore.com is in studio with us. Ravens win 33-19 to over the uh, San Francisco 49ers, Lamar Jackson with an early safety after tripping over referee. After that, things turned for him. Your thoughts on Lamar Jackson's performance Monday night? Yeah, outstanding. There we go. You're good. Yeah, outstanding, guys. Certainly got it done in terms of uh, what he did with his opportunity set. Is a is a decent opportunity set that the Ravens offensive line gave him. That was one of the things we thought going into the game would not really go well. Um, he did pretty well with it across the board in terms of, of uh, expectation and whatnot. Took care of the football, which is always terrific when you can have no inter- no uh, turnovers and the other team has five. Uh, I thought he you know he made plays with his legs when he had to, including the big end of half scramble for thirty that set up that field goal. Um, but anyway, a, a very good game for Lamar. I thought that you know certainly didn't hurt himself in any way. And when you look at it in terms of the MVP voting, I guess he's really going, got only one game to play. We hope if uh, if it's a win at, at, against Miami, he's probably got it. Man, who is who do you think is the most important defensive player right now? Uh, you know, the Hamilton injury scares me a, a, a tremendous amount. Roquan Smith is is terrifically important in terms of on field leadership. They've got uh, you know all three of the pass rushers, but I think in particular Owe and Clowney are terrifically important. Marlon Humphrey is incredibly important. It's really hard to say. It's a star-studded group. It really is all of a sudden. And it wasn't because it's in years in the, in the recent years, we always had a team where Ray Lewis, then it was Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. Then you had Suggs when they retired. You always pointed at somebody. Last couple of years, we haven't had that guy. Now we've got a couple of them. Because first I was pointing to Roquan. Now I'm like, I'm not so sure. Maybe Hamilton. I don't know about that. And you look around. It's a very star-studded defense now. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even, Marcus Williams, Matty Beek, I don't want to leave them out. Either. Absolutely. I mean, yes, they're, no. they're all great players. No. A lot of great players on that side. Well, let's talk about the wide receivers because 
You know, as you look at this team, I, I, I laugh every time Likely has a big game and go back to when Rob would talk about an either-or offense, but I think some of that has to do with the personnel that they run, how often are you throwing in double-tight situations. Um, what did you think about the wide? It was nice to see Bateman get involved. We saw Zay had a kind of an ugly drop. There was some miscommunication with him and Lamar, but, like, again, we're nitpicking for how they played. Your thoughts on what we saw from the receivers? Okay, well, so let's, let's start with Likely. Boy, the guy is really coming on with over uh, 10 yards per target since Andrews went out, which is which is terrifically valuable, obviously. The other guy who's turned into a big extended play guy, we'll talk about just here real briefly, is Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has uh, you know, been a guy who has found space late for Lamar Jackson. He did it on the 80-yard play a few weeks ago. He did it in the, on the big, I guess, 39 in this game. Mm-hmm. That he got All of a sudden, Edwards doesn't have a ton of targets, 13 targets on the year. He's averaging 13.8 yards per target. That's an incredible number. It's almost like the defense forgets about him in the passing yeah. game. Yeah, he's a he's a leak out guy, and they 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 don't seem to be able to stand with stay with him. And Lamar finds him ex- exceptional. Flowers is now under five yards a target since Andrews is out, by the way, and that's that's one of the really disappointing things about usage. I would say more than anything, yes. he's catching a lot of balls behind the line of scrimmage. It's, it's, it's annoying, honestly. To, for me, it's annoying the way they use him. But you know, um, hopefully they'll find a better way. Kim McCusick joins us, FilmStudyBaltimore.com. All eight offensive linemen who are activated. Um, they played. Ronnie Stanley didn't call his name a lot, but not a great performance by him either Monday. No, it, it really wasn't. He, uh, you know, anytime you have a face mask penalty, that's going to be a big scoring hit in my system for people who follow the offensive line scoring there. But there's five uh, pressure events he was also party to. Right. So that, that was a tough game for Ronnie, and he's had a number of them this year. Last year he had one of his, uh, well, his worst game of the year, but, but one of his worst in, in his entire career. Um, you know, Zeitler missed a fair number of blocks in this game, but he, but he otherwise was good in terms of having negative events against him. He's on a, still an outstanding streak of play. Um, other than that, results were very mixed across the offensive line, but they did provide a decent opportunity set for Lamar in terms of pocket time. All this being said, I like, to, I like talking defense. They had four sacks this week, five takeaways. They'll still lead the league in sacks. Um, we're facing the Dolphins. He's like Jekyll and Hyde when he's – in a clean pocket versus mm-hmm. under pressure, do you think this is a good, good matchup for the Ravens? I, I think I think it's a good opportunity to to get crowd noise to be a factor, to get um, uh, color in his face, which Tua has some trouble mm-hmm. with historically, as we've we've seen and, and you mentioned. Um, I think there's there's a lot of good opportunity here against this team, and they are still incredibly dangerous in oh, terms absolutely. of the speed they bring to the team. There's yeah. no there's no team between. Um, Achan and and uh, uh, Mostert, and even if Waddle doesn't play, Hill. Um, that's that's as much speed as the Ravens will fl- play this year, and it's a, it's a scary group. All right, so uh, I think Joe found the the statistic from Warren Sharp where he talked about two is the most or the quarterback that's most affected by pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that could come into play this week, and if you're able to make him move his feet, and especially with, if if there is no waddle. Um, but as you look at the Ravens and see what they've done this year, we had that conversation week 18. If you've clinched against the Steelers, you rest in everybody. Yep. Yeah. I and that's. I'm kind of like, I'm in that same mode where it's like, you have to, I don't want anybody getting hurt in a game against the Steelers first off. Um, but, you know, that's a conversation where Ed feels more comfortable. And I get it from that standpoint. Like, you want them playing games going in and not have a long layoff till you come out flat. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying there's not some element of risk there, but there's such an offsetting gain in terms of your healthier players. And the Ravens are playing for two weeks off versus potentially zero if they lose this game. 
it is a huge difference. Because if they lose to Miami, obviously they, they won't have it wrapped up. They'll need to go in and they'll need to win that final game of the year. Actually, they could still have it wrapped up, I guess, if the Steelers lose to, sorry, the Browns lose to the Jets. Yeah. But anyway, they, they, they likely are going to go into week 18 and need to beat the Steelers, which that's just, you don't want to be in that position, period. So they're playing for two weeks off. And for a lot of players, they really need it. The wide receiver is very banged up. You know, the offensive line at both tackle spots is banged up. You'd like to get backup tackles in there, which means you really want to back up quarterback in that game. Um, so it's it's just it's a big deal to get this extra time off. Ken McCusick, FilmStudyBaltimore.com, joining us in studio. Ken, I ask you the question every week. won't stop this week. Anything you learned about this football team from Monday night that maybe you either weren't sure about or didn't know at all? I, I think that the thing I'm most impressed about is the general narrative flipping that this did. This is now not only did they beat a 49ers team that right. is undeniably truly great on the road, but they've now established themselves as one of the great DeVoa teams of all time. So if you're a fan of DeVoa, um, they are the fourth greatest DeVoa team since they started measuring it in 1981. And the 49ers are the fifth best. So they wow. beat somebody great. And the, and the, I, I, the other stat that I, I saw on Twitter yesterday, which I, I did not know, the Ravens have beaten seven teams by 14 points or more this year that have winning records. No other team in the history of the National Football League has ever had more than five such victories in a season. Now, there are a couple eight and seven teams on there that right. might not finish over 500, but they might because but hey, they were they at the time. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. What, who were the other te- three under DeVoe, if you remember? Uh, okay, the, oh, the three under DeVoe, New England at number one, and the Chicago Bears at number three, and the 91 Redskins were number two. And they were all 14 1, 15 0 teams. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what the Ravens ought to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so getting back to the offense here, because I, I do want to get your thoughts on what we saw from them. Um, you know, we a nice little mixture was the first time we got to see, you know, Justice Hill uh, did a really nice job, and no Keaton Mitchell this time. So the impact that that has, because I felt like they did lose a little bit of their explosiveness in the run game. Yeah, I, I mean, they absolutely did. They're, they really miss Mitchell. They, they'll probably miss him more during the playoffs. It just had one of the great seasons. I guess we don't need to talk about that this week. But Hill did a wonderful job pass blocking. Uh, they got a lot of usage out of him. They had three pony backfield plays they had um, in each case. And, and one of them was just fairly obvious what they're going to do. They did it, and they were successful anyway. It was a lead play with Edwards blocking again. And uh, I, I, I just I really like whenever they throw wrinkles in that continuously and, 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 and try and make more use of those ghosts. But I really like what Hill's been able to do as a pass blocker these last few games. He's been terrific. Well, Film Study Baltimore, Kim McCusick. Tell folks in Baltimore all about the website. All right. Lots of material out there, but the but the article I point you to this week lists every single pressure, and there are 33 of them from the game, plus two other bonus ones. If you want to follow that and then look for common threads, that's what I do in the article this week. Kim McCusick, look forward to uh, seeing you again next week. Absolutely. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Brock Purdy got exposed as a game manager, or was his performance a result of the Ravens' great defensive game plan? We'll talk about that at 845. On the other side, it's uh, World of Stupid, Jeremy Kahn. Yeah, we're going to get into a couple of fun stories. Uh, we're going to talk about a woman that claims she's in love in an erotic relationship, and she likes Big Wood. I'll tell you what that's all about. Big Wood. Also, we're going to talk about a Brazilian woman that all she did was hack off her husband's penis. So we'll, we'll tell you that story. That's coming up in the world of stupid next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.